Hi, we are Letters from Jet, and we're your guests on Music Studio Lab. Coming up on this episode of Music Studio Live. All right, right off the gate, I gotta know what the heck is Letters from Jet? Why that mm-hmm. name? How long is this interview? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, I, and there's like times in the studio where I go, hey, let's try this. And I always said there's there's never a bad idea. There's just always a better idea. And we would always try everything. Yeah. Because I think I think you're cheating yourself. I'll write See something still and I'm thinking, oh, this is great. So I'll send it to everybody and, yeah, it's great. And Tracy's over there, quit sending me stuff. <laughs> Rolling. Here we go. Hi, guys. My name is Dara. I'm a drummer and producer, and I started a podcast with my friend Sarah called Music Studio Live. Together, we talk with singer-songwriters and music makers about all things related to music. We hope you enjoy the show, and here we go. Hello, and welcome to Music Studio Live. I'm Daryl Nutt, and this is my amazingly talented mom gave birth to a new baby boy, <laughs> Sarah Hattica. Uh, no, I want to congratulate you. Thank you. For uh, Connor Hamish Williams. Yes. Is the new, the, th- the third boy. Third little Williams boy. A lot of testosterone in her household. That's okay. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm a good boy mom for sure. Yeah. I'm not really one of those people who can braid hair or I'm, I don't really like the color pink and stuff like that. Well, there so, you go. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Um, today's guest is Letters from Jet. I should say R. Today's guests are letters from Jet because there's four of them. Yeah. I don't know my singular and my plural is so good. But it is one band, so you could say is. Letters from Jet is a band. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're awesome. We played one song with them, then they played a song by themselves. And if you uh, subscribe to us on uh, Patreon, do it, do it, you can see it. the third song that they did acoustically in the bonus uh, features for mm-hmm. $3 a month. Three a bucks, mere three you get bucks. all this extra stuff. You can't and it keeps even growing. get Starbucks for three bucks. No. And the the uh, extra features and everything keeps growing with every episode. That's Bloopers, right. photos, everything. So that's a positive note, how mm-hmm. we're starting now. I do have to say something. Um, my I want to pay remembrance to my uncle that passed away in, on January 15th of this year. Um, he was a bluegrass aficionado. He he had his own bluegrass radio show. He went to all the big bluegrass events and was an MC at them. He mm-hmm. performed at them. Um, he's loved by many, many people. The outpouring of, of remembrances or however you say that, the outpouring of just the stories, the stories and things like of, that, the of, condolences yeah. that you've got. Condolences, that's the word I was yes. thinking of. Um, he and I got to bond uh, at Christmas time, two weeks before he passed away. Um, we had reconnected, and, and he was telling funny stories, and he does funny voices. And oh, that's great. So, um, Lester. Go ahead. <laughs> we have Kieran in the studio <laughs> <laughs> to bring happiness to us. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my Uncle Lester Sears. Um, love you, buddy. Rest in peace. On a positive note. Another on, Another positive, positive note. note. We had... A nice little article in Fort Myers Magazine, if you could see that. Yay. Um, I want to thank Andrew Elias and Cindy Jo Dietz um, for asking us to be have an article written about yeah, us. It was it's, amazing. It's a really great article, actually. It's all about the podcast and, and pretty much a look into – we have uh, Connor over here. He's a big <laughs> fan of the podcast in Fort Myers Magazine. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
Oh, think we can also, before we get into our little intro here, I do want to thank uh, Mike and Jess from EvokeStudio.io yes. and Brent Billman. They are our production crew. Yep. And we could not do this without them. No, they're they, incredible. They're just amazing. I, I want to thank them and their families for allowing them to, to give a generous amount of time to uh, to shoot photos, to film Absolutely. You know, and, and Brent stays with us um, when we do the conversation, and he's running all the cameras all at the same time. And, yep, yep. And guys, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. You guys are just, they're so positive and just bring such an amazing element to the studio Agreed. whenever we're recording the podcast and everything. And then also their critical eyes, at, you know, once we put the, the podcast together and everything are just, they're so great. They're, so they have such it's the perfect team. wonderful feedback. So yeah, I, I couldn't be happier with them. And it's even more amazing because they're literally two doors down the hall, right. the hall from exactly. us and I haven't bothered them at all. I haven't Isn't that so any, funny? asked for any extra favors. Well, other than the podcast. I bothered them to do a milk bath photo shoot <laughs> with me. That's true. <laughs> what is it, what's it like in a milk bath? It was nice actually. Are you yeah. lactose intolerant? I'm, I'm, I like milk. Okay. Is, it's, it's totally fine. But basically you just, you fill up a bathtub and put a couple gallons of milk in there. Oh, and it's not all milk. It's not it's all water milk. And then it's a little water bit of milk. with it's, some milk so it's and like a bunch skin, of flowers like and right. Exactly. It pretty much is. It, it's very watered down for nice. sure. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it, at the end, did you put Cheerios in there? And eat from it? And I should have. I don't know what I was thinking. It was so funny. <laughs> So how have you been? You, you, you're, you, you look great. You just had a baby. I'm good. I mean, really, I'm pretty tired, but I think that whatever it is that happens to the female body after having a baby Relief. is, well, you, that, oh my <laughs> adrenaline. gosh, um, adrenaline. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've felt pretty good considering the amount of sleep that I have not been yeah. getting. So yeah. Um, but it definitely, it's very, it's a n whole new experience for me. It's difficult to get out of the house now. It's yeah, you were too old. I, I, I know late. I kept like pushing back today. the time no, of coming fine. here to do the <laughs> intro this morning. So it's so funny. Now it's the afternoon. Well, one um, thing I would like to point out. Yes. As soon as life calms down a little bit, we need. You're a singer songwriter. We need. To work I know. Some I was music. thinking of that actually. <laughs> that was the time. I really was thinking about Oops, that. I um, I think. A lot of times when you are an artist or, you know, a songwriter and things like that, like it's easy to write music and then not listen to it You're just gonna for a long time. You know what I mean? The podcast. Well, <laughs> hey, bud, it'll be all right. You're good. No, go um, ahead. I'm sorry. But so what I'm trying to get at is that it was a really it had been a long time since I'd listened to any of the music that we had worked on yeah. together, uh, you know, a number of years ago. Um, but yesterday I was in the car for a little road trip and I listened to a handful of the songs. I was like, wow, that's so, they're so great. And I need to do more. Yep. So it was, yeah. it's inspiring actually. Like I inspired myself. You, you know what I did? <laughs> um, because I was working on this episode with letters from jet, um, while I'm editing and, and looking through everything, not when I'm mixing the music, but when I'm editing the conversation, yeah. I actually put on uh, Spotify mm -hmm. and listen to all of our podcasts over oh, the course wow. of like awesome. six hours. Yeah. Yeah. And they went together really nice. And I, it's, I mean, it's been a year. Yeah, oh, it has been. Actually, Woo! It's been a year and we have it's seven true. episodes out. Literally it was February of last year when we got That's crazy. the idea. So, um, it all flowed really nicely. And, yeah, uh, good. and the song, the performances are just, 
Oh, these guys are yeah, awesome. Top I can't notch. wait to see what el- who else we get. Me too. I know. I keep thinking so. about that. I, I have all these ideas of people who, who you know who could come in here. And, and there's a lot of irons in the fire for who's yes, going to come on. Exactly. And it's kind of one of those things where it's just you get a week's notice, maybe that yes, this person can do it. So right. we have to learn the songs and right. and I have to do some research. You have to do some research, and we have to get everybody's schedule together because the artists might only have one day they can do it. But if it's our true. crew can't do it, then yep. we can't do it. Exactly. Because. It would be a horrible mess if we had to do this ourselves without our help of our friends. It actually would be kind of comical. <laughs> well, that's a whole different podcast. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, guys, uh, looking looking forward to sharing letters from Jet with you. And again, uh, go to Patreon and Patreon slash Music Studio Live. It's on our website, uh, MusicStudioLive.com. And we are on Instagram and the Twitter and all the internets, all the internets. all the social medias, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we we thank you. Uh, here's number seven. Anything you want to say? I don't know. It seems like he wants to that's, say something. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> You're tuned into Music Studio Live. Today's guest is right over here, and it is a band called Letters from Jet, and they are amazing. Killer, killer. I guess you'd call it Roots Country Rock-ish. I don't know what the labels... Who cares about labels? How's that? Exactly. Yeah. Labels. So, guys, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, cut a couple songs already, and they were killer. Awesome. I can't, I can't yeah. wait to share it with the world. I got to see these guys. Um, what was a Wednesday? Yeah. For a few songs. Holy crap. We have... Let me introduce everybody. We have Heath on lead vocals and rhythm guitar. Yep. We have Gunner, his little brother... Little brother, me. baby brother. And we have Trey, uh, he's on drums. We have Trace on guitars and vocals. And we have Luke on bass and vocals. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Thanks for having us. <laughs> All right, right off the gate, I got to know what the heck is Letters from Jet? Why that mm-hmm. name? How long is this interview? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I'll start it, then you can finish it, because I think you kind of had that. We, Looking for names, we literally said, okay, we got to have a name because we, the band had a name before. We decided we're going to start fresh. Right. We started doing this record because it was something totally different and new. So we decided that we were all going to kind of take a few days, write down as many names as we could think of, and we're going to get together one day, which turned into like nine days, (laughs) and just start throwing names out. And the only thing that I had said is I said, I just want something big like Rocket or Jet or something big. And I think Gunner was the one that put it all together. Yeah, so... I like documentaries. Yeah. So I found a documentary on the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. And somewhere along the way, after John Wilkes Booth gets away on his horse with his broken leg, when you cross from town to town, I guess back in those days, it was like they had a border guard or something. Right. And so there was a curfew. You couldn't go in and across after like nine o'clock or something. Okay. So he comes up there and it's like after a curfew and the dude's like, Hey, you know, you can't do that or whatever and whatever. The dude was like, against my better judgment, I just let him go. So he just let him go. <laughs> then the next thing you know, the Pinkertons show up and they're like, have you seen this man? He's like, John Wilkes Booth. That way. Wow. So, uh, I don't know. What, what's the deal on it? Like well, the, so guy, the, the guy was basically. The guy that was at the border thing, his name was William Jett. Oh, okay. Oh. So then Trace did some research and like. It's like, oh, that's really cool, Jet. That's- this really is a long story, isn't it? Yeah, it is a long story. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. He, well, the, he, the guy ended up going crazy. He went, oh, okay. Shortcut. He ended up writing letters to like President. Uh, oh, so there are letters he, from he got, Jet. He got put gotcha. in a nut house. He had syphilis. Of, of the, the brain. brain. Of the brain. Okay. So the guy was like writing letters huh. to the president like, you know, afterwards like, hey, um, this is what you need to do. I'm going to help you save the country. And but it, it was crazy. all like crazy ramble. Wow. So it really was. So letters, letters from, from Jet. Jet was William Jet. And the other part of the story is the band's name before was called Willie Stradlin. And everybody thought Heath's name was Willie. Right. So he's always been Willie to us. So, so he's still Willie. <laughs> so he's still Willie, but he's now he's Willie Jet. Like Mr. Awesome. Steely Dan. He's one of those. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. one of those Mr. Pink Floyd. You know, Mr. Pink Floyd. One of those things that just kind of all came together. And as soon as we said it, you know, the 25 pages of notes we had for different names were kind of like. Yeah, names. you found it. We're done. It's a great name. It yeah. is. It's awesome. It's you great. said that. Yeah. It's cool. kind of, it's weird though, because once you settle on a name, you realize that's the name. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's like that's right. it. That's it. You can't like two weeks later go. Okay, how about want to change it? You just got to stay with it. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. Cool. I may have I like story printed on the back of a business card. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> on a business card, you can read it. Up. Save a lot of story that's, time. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. I still that's like awesome. Malt Fosterson. It's <laughs> 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 no, no, a really funny Foster name. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to catch on. That's pretty good. Well, we're going to talk about songwriting because that's part of the podcast. And uh, you guys did uh, two of your original songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, your album is called, uh, where I put it here? I actually know, Heart- Heartbreaks and Hangovers. Because apparently you guys had a lot of heartbreaks and hangovers. <laughs> yeah. Makes the world go right. There you go, man. <laughs> that's, yeah. Autobiographical. Yeah, man. So, Heath, a little history about you. You're, you started as a drummer. Yeah. And where, where are you from? Cecil, Arkansas. Cecil, Arkansas. Yeah. It's US 41. Yeah, it's just north of Peter Pender. I never heard of Peter Pender. We <laughs> just like to say that. Name. It is a fun it's name, so yes. Funny. <laughs> if you go past my house and down the road, you run into the Arkansas River, and that's as far as you can go. Wow, awesome. One way in, one way, one way in. So what, what got you start playing drums? Well, that's a good story. I was, uh, I was probably 12, 13, and, uh, you know, I got the ish one to play music. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I thought you're too shy to play guitar. I thought I wanted to play guitar. Yeah, and uh, told parents, Christmas is coming up. Hey, boy, I'd like to have this guitar. You know. Anyway, they. Uh, I didn't think nothing else about it. Christmas time come around and I, no guitar, and I was bummed out. You know? Yeah. I was like man, and they said, hey, you needed you to go out there in the shop and. Get some wood or something. They they surprised you. Yeah, I walked out there as a drum kit. And I'm thinking, I didn't want a drum kit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But anyway, I loved it. And so that's, yeah, that's why I got started on on that. Gunner, I think you got started because your brother was a drummer. I guess. I don't remember. I started when I was like three or so. So I don't remember not playing. Yeah. I, I don't have a memory not playing. I don't. It's my whole life. I know what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was playing in bars at 16. Yeah. You know, I mean, me too. 30 yes. years ago. Well, <laughs> trying to play in bars. Hidden. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, my mom had to get um, uh, signed sta- statements from the governor of New York so I could play in a bar oh. on stage with her. Oh, really? She wow. was in the bar with me. And we still had to get for, – for like a – like a six-month period. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's hard for young musicians out there. Yeah, it is. Can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's YouTube now anyway. Well, yeah. True. So, um, now Gunner, you played with uh, THC, which is a very, I looked them up, very 
heavy metal driven really? rock, southern rock kind of heavy yeah. metal. It's I don't even know how to describe that. I don't either. <laughs> I tell you what though, really cool stuff. Um, uh, not as cool as this band, of course, but uh, I meant to say more technical stuff. A lot, of, a lot of technical stuff in that band. It seems yeah, like it was, it was technical, but it was it was natural. It was like this is this makes sense. Yeah, it's like oh, this is how it. That feels right, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, cool. It, it, nothing was ever too hard to do with those guys. It was like, it was kind of like playing with these guys. Just, hey, crank your amps up, you know, play a little chunkier. Well, this has got to be a little bit more natural with your brother on stage with you. Yeah, I guess. And you you worked with Luke before too, right? Yeah, Luke and I, we've done a couple of different projects together. And then that was kind of where Luke came into the picture. We, For this band, yeah. We were doing some projects together and like, well, we're doing this band now. Just come over here. So. Well, yeah, that brings me to Trace. Now, did they just come to you to record, or did Heath just come to you to record? And because you weren't in the band initially. No, I was actually. Um, I was living in Oklahoma, just over the border from Arkansas, and I've I had my own studio. And when I was, I was looking for something to do. I was looking for somebody to that was worth. Like, that's good. Something. Yeah, that was good. I mean, because it's like I want to do something that's meaningful and. Uh, yeah. This this uh, mutual friend we had said you should just come sit in with these guys one night and usually that never turns out very well. I understand completely. Oh, I, so do oh, you, Sarah. <laughs> and then, well, and he, and he gave me a CD and I literally ten seconds in, I, I just turned it off and I went, "Oh, I'm going." Oh, cool. Because I felt you could just, you know, you know, it's like it doesn't take much to know that there's something there. Yeah, and right. Just, for sure. I felt like an instant connection with these guys and so the funny thing is the guy the mutual friend was the guy that was playing guitar and we ousted him and they kept me oh. <laughs> is he still your friend not after no he's not interview. okay oh. <laughs> no, we won't say his name then it didn't end very well it never does i i thought there were a couple things funny about you guys because <clears throat> heath gunner trace luke you guys are like right from a western or, or the disciples. <laughs> or, or, yeah, okay. or the Bible. But there's a few other things too. Like you live on uh, route, or US 41. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing is is the song lyric from Route 66 from Chicago to LA. That's That was your story. Yeah. That's so you story. have a background, a Trace, in uh, – uh, explain what you did in, in LA because you, you and I have some multiple friend connections through that. Yeah, you might want to get a little more specific because I could to tell you what I did in LA is going to take about four years. Okay, were you guitar teching for anybody? Yeah, well, I um I had a I had a record deal that that kind of went south, and then I got an offer to go do some studio stuff with a couple people that were just looking for somebody to help them out in the studio, and I was like, well, it sure beats having to look for you know a real job. I ended up uh, teching for some people, and I ended up uh, working with Melissa Etheridge. I went in the studio with her, and then. Uh, Awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it was just, it was amazing because we just kind of really, really gelled together. And I spent 13 years with her. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, awesome. Was, so then it became the point where I was her guitar tech. And then when we, when she went on tour, I did guitar and then I would play keyboard and guitar during the show. Oh, so you That's actually awesome. toured with her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. For 13 awesome. years. And then um, it was amazing. I mean, I learned so much, you know, yeah. and I did a lot of studio stuff. So that's kind of where my background comes from. I've worked with a lot of big producers. Is, is Melissa Etheridge your connection with Kelly Neff? Yes. That's how I met Kelly. Yeah. Actually, last year I hadn't seen Melissa in probably over 10 years. And they would call me once in a while and go, hey, she's looking for somebody. You want to come feel, you know, come do some stuff. And I was always like, no, no, no. And I, I couldn't do it. And they called me and they always give you that. I know, you, I know you're going to say no, but, and I went, I can do that. And they're like, 
what? Like, <laughs> so I went and did a bunch of like three months with Melissa or whatever. So that so, brought you down here, yeah. which you met Kelly. And Kelly, mm -hmm. she's an awesome friend of ours and, and very talented yeah. singer-songwriter. She, she just yeah, – she, she opened for us that yeah, show. That, that exactly. Awesome. I was supposed to do that with, with her on percussion. Oh, okay. Um, but she's the one that kept – saying you gotta hear these guys you gotta hear them and i looked mm -hmm. you up i'm like these guys are great so yeah let's let's figure out how to get four extra people in the studio yeah it's the first time totally. we've recorded with a with a full band it's it was awesome it worked out really well yeah. it was fun i have sisters you know just like you guys are brothers and we've we're musical together and we've been on stage and just i don't know i've burst out laughing at my sister in front of a giant audience and things like that before. Do you guys ever have anything like that happen while you're in front of Crack each other a live up. crowd? Do you ever get into arguments? They do not fight. No? no. Never. They're, they're not like... Never. Isn't that funny? All I got to do is turn around and look at him and he's... <laughs> <laughs> right We've all got that look. That's great. Yeah. Like that that laser eye kind of thing. him the whole show. Because there's, there's stuff that he does that nobody catches, but me, they might catch some stuff yeah. sometimes, but usually he'll do a thing and then he'll turn turn around and face me at the drum kit and just... That's <laughs> great. That's great. Oh, no. Does anybody see that? No, no it's just me. Okay, I love whatever. it. It's all night. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So what's the age difference between you two? 18 years. What? Wow. wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you basically grew up... Where at right when he was out of the house, yeah, like he was, wasn't around. They kicked him out, and I got his room. Yeah, I was my nursery. Much, yeah, I was pretty much uh, hit the road. Well, I have an older yeah. brother, awesome. and being a younger brother, you always inherit your older brother's records and, and music. Yeah. Did that happen <laughs> with you guys? Did you share music at all? Uh, didn't share. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't what's mine is mine. What's his? I was gone for a few years because I was on the road playing, and we would tour like. Um, six, eight weeks at a time, and then yeah. we'd be in for a week, and then go back out. So I went home. All you went home. Yeah. All my stuff was in my apartment, and then, then I ended up getting married somewhere around that time. Hence the record heartbreaks. And everything, yeah. Everything went with me to wherever. So I don't know if he grabbed anything or. But our parents had a huge record collection. Yeah, you grew up in yeah. a good musical home. Yeah, yeah, a lot of vinyl. They Mom's must have. Like they a, got the sim really similar taste to music. Yeah, yeah. It was like he he showed me a couple bands and was like, "Oh yeah, I love those." And then I branched off on my own. Took it from there. Yeah, like, oh, Guns and Roses and this and this and Megadeth did and whatever. Force, did he force you to listen to stuff? Like my, <laughs> bro my brother forced me to listen to his. Yeah, mine too. Oh, you're gonna like this. No. Listen to it. No, he wasn't over there. <laughs> so it was like, oh, hey, I found some CDs. What is Lies? What is that? Or what's Mega Day? Mega Day. Mega Day. Yeah, I grew up with digging through uh, records, and it was Buddy Holly. And, yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, Shana, no. mom's like Beach Boys. Mom brought right. us into like, you have to listen to doo-wop and here's frankie valley and the temptations yeah. and the wow. and everybody and then there's a lot of that in our, in our cd there's a lot of stuff that's in there that that it's like that they influence. don't notice yeah the influences are all a lot of good harmonies in your record yeah there's a and you actually on southern tune you actually talk about all the yeah different the buddy holly and yeah. skinner and all that stuff yeah cool and then we had the doo-wop with the vocals in there yep and it, yep it, it kind of puts it all together yeah man awesome. we saw us i don't know if you saw us do that song live we uh, we we go kind of stretch that song out and include some other stuff from some other band yeah just, we just well the song i saw you started with purple rain 
Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. And then, oh, it, then it led nice. into their other songs. That's true. That's awesome. Well, while we're on that topic, um, I, I, when I listened to the album down, I listened to it this morning actually twice. And I was really hit. I put down a couple, uh, Very Restless Heart. Remember that band? Yes. From, Harmony Wise. Yep. Um, and in Southern Pacific, and and do you remember the Bama Band? Yes. Hank Jr.'s back. Yep. I I was getting all those influences from you guys. I'm loving it because I grew up just wearing out cassette tapes of those guys back in late '80s, mid '80s. You don't even know who those bands are. <laughs> but um, and Confederate Railroad, a buddy of mine's a guitar player with Confederate Railroad. I heard some of that influence in there. I just too. played with them a couple. Oh, months did you? Ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't wow. know if Jimmy Jimmy Dormeyer's that was the guitar player. I don't know if he's still with them, but he was with them for the whole '80s and '90s type stuff. I don't know. I didn't talk to anybody. I hung out with the singer, and we talked about some TV show all day. Yeah, cool. Then we played the show, and I left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, what would be a guilty pleasure of music that? I'm going to ask Luke this first. <laughs> yeah, you go first. Luke, what is something that you like to listen to that just makes you happy? It could be something oh, they think God. would make you happy or, like or something so, just totally off the wall. That so would... different than what we do. I like like uh, Andrew Bird and um, oh, be? Chris Thiele. It's all really acoustic. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I don't even know either of those people. <laughs> See, there you go. That's your guilty well, pleasure then. Yeah. yeah Gunner, what yeah. would be your guilty pleasure? That these guys don't know about that you like to listen to. I force them to listen to everything. Oh, you do? <laughs> whether they like it or not. So, I mean, everything's kind of a guilty he pleasure. He knew all the Backstreet Boys names, I think, earlier today. Was <laughs> no, nothing no, wrong with I that. I like Sync. Backstreet Boys. NSYNC, that's what In Sync? They were the, I like those guys. If I, had, if I had a guilty pleasure, it'd be like some, I don't know, just put on some, any doo-wop, anything like doo-wop. that. Doo-wop. Interesting. Like it. Flock of Seagulls. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Space Ape love songs. Is really good. I, like, yeah. I, like, I like Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. I was going to say that uh, Mel McDaniel. Oh, go. Baby's Got Her Blue Jeans. Yeah, man. I was like, we should play that. And they said, no. I said, <laughs> the worst song I've ever Old school heard. country, man. <laughs> it's like, that's a good one, man. Come on. What, they don't what about, ever want to play what, what I What about you, Trace? Um, I've kind of just depends kind of the mood and what I'm sure doing. if I'm working on something in the studio I want to keep my head clear so I go totally opposite what I am NPR <laughs> exactly I, I, yeah. I, I, I do the same I, thing I don't even listen to music in my car because I, I, I run as well so when I when, when I go running I, I that's when all my ideas for what we're working on comes into my head and yeah. I, I just kind of jot down mental notes like this song needs to go here or go there and it kind of but I would say my favorite music is like um, I like bands like Bowling for Soup and The Offspring and that kind of stuff oh, okay just really yeah just because it's i don't take it serious so it's kind of it's just kind of fun and because I, I don't enjoy music that way because what i do is i i pick it apart and i know exactly i'm so technical now that everything to me is is for a reason or how do they do that or how do i do that and and it kind of especially like live concerts i don't even go anymore because i'm always going oh that's a track that's a track that's yeah not, that's not. right well that's why you connected with them when you heard them right away it wasn't you didn't pick it apart you felt it i had uh Melissa had introduced me to Bruce Springsteen once, and I remember that I, I kind of walked into the room before I had met him, and that's when she did her MTV thing, and he came out with her. Mm -hmm. And I was just in the room, and I just, I really did. I felt this kind of vibe. I can't even explain it. It was just like, like tingly, prickly, and then all of a sudden, the, like the sea part, and there he was just sitting there, you know, and all these people, and it was like, it was. He was being a regular dude too, wasn't yeah, he? It's yeah, just, it it just, just him. You just knew, and I, and I tell everybody, I said, when I met these guys, there was just. That same thing was there, and I, I can't even. I just knew that whatever it took, you know, and I knew it was going to take a lot. We're we're going to do this, one yeah, way or the other. And I just we 
played that show or two and we just said, listen, let's, and it was great because it was, we're so receptive to each other, mm-hmm. which is really hard. You've been in bands, you know, it's like one guy goes, when, well, this, and the other guy goes, well, that's ridiculous. That's stupid. Then there's a fight. Right. No. You know, well, we, from what I heard, you guys play for the song, not for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, there's like times in the studio where I go, hey, let's try this. And I always said there's there's never a bad idea. There's just always a better idea. And we would always try everything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think I think you're cheating yourself if you don't at least, you know, we, we would do real efforts. We wouldn't do it halfway. Experiment a little we bit. We would. And, we, and then half the time I would edit it all out and we'd laugh about it. But <laughs> hey, at least, at least it was there if you needed it. Okay, Heath, guilty pleasure. James Brown. No, oh, I can't go nice. wrong with James. Oh, James. Can you do a wide he shot should, and get his James Brown should, dance? I don't have my boots on, man. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a hot pants on. <laughs> well, guys, let's talk about um, the first song we did, Leave Me Alone. Uh, Sarah played piano and I played shaker and tambourine. Very excited about that, by the way. I didn't have to learn the drum part for a change. <laughs> it was great. Uh, explain that song. I, I, we've all been in that place where, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, addiction or depression or um, just pissed off at somebody, you just want to be left alone. How did that song come about? Heath? Yeah, it was, well, I, I'm strumming. <laughs> strumming, what I usually happens is I strum and find a, a pattern that I like. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing that pops in my head, whatever that first line is, and I build off that. So somebody bothered you and you said, just leave me the hell alone. Yeah, I want so... <laughs> I build it like a book, uh, you know, started chapter one and yeah. verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. That's the way I write all that stuff. I can't, like, I know a lot of people write the chorus first. Right. Yeah. And they build around the hook. That. They find the hook first. But yeah. I, I'm the opposite. I just, I start at the front and I work my way to the end of it, you know, and it, in one sitting. Has to be. If, yeah. if I don't, it's. So you write a song never. in Interesting. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, yeah. half hour? Yeah. That's awesome. I told him a story. About Veronica Lake, my favorite actress. Oh, I just love her from like the forties and literally like the next day he's like, I got a song and he played it and I was like it was like there was amazing. it'll be on the next record. It's so amazing. I was like, he just whenever he just gets focused, man, he just he really just it's, so it's like awesome. the whole thing that you, yeah. if you try too hard, the things oh, they don't work yeah, out. Some work. people really, really study the craft of it and they have co writes four times a week and right. and that's cool. That is a system that, that does work. Mm. But a real gift is somebody that can just sit down and then a, a song that's moves people comes out in 15 minutes. Yeah. I, I've, I've co-written several songs, but it, it's, it's not comfortable for me. It's not your, your way you want to do it. I don't, I can never get the feeling that we're on the same page and okay. we're going down the same right. path. Yeah. They'll want to go that way. And I want to go. You just say, way. just leave me alone and I'll write yeah, the same song myself. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, <laughs> I mean, we've all been around the addiction, and no matter what it is, alcoholism or, or you're hooked on pills. Black tar heroin. Well, yeah, whatever, you know. So as Luke. <laughs> once that got rolling, it was not hard. It wasn't hard to write that song, you know, because we've all been there.
For more information on our guest, visit lettersfromjet.com or on Instagram at lettersfromjet with two T's. Would you like to have access to extra songs from our guests, photo galleries, bloopers and outtakes, and behind-the-scenes footage? Well, you can. You can go to patreon.com slash musicstudiolive and select the Backstage Pass tier. It's only $3 a month, and you'll have access to every bonus feature from every episode that we have. So go now and get your Backstage Pass to Music Studio Live. That's patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Music Studio Live. This is Music Studio Live. So I have a question about your views. Anybody can answer about reality singing shows. Oh, because they're kind of all over the place and everybody has an opinion about them. It's just it, it's amazing to me how. It used to be when, when you were growing up, it's like you would listen to music and you would learn music and then you'd get in a band and you would struggle and you would suffer and you would, and all of that, like he said, all of that becomes part of you. Mm-hmm. And now it just seems a lot of people can kind of learn how to sing. There's a lot of great singers. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're sure. Great singers. But I just feel that they've lost that whole part of the soul and that it's just, it's hitting notes and it's not... Mm-hmm. You yeah, know. Dave Grohl says everybody should get a crappy amp and a crappy guitar and go in a garage and play for you three your strings years. You're this high up the neck and you can yeah. play and your nah. plays just as bad and his bass and drums. You got to pay some bad. dues, man. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah that's for sure. Cool. Well, the, the the thing that started for me too is I hear this term. They said, oh, you should hear this 14-year-old blues guitar player. And I went, he that's ain't like, lived yeah, the blues. That doesn't I make said, sense. unless he's living in a dumpster <laughs> right. and his family's homeless, he's probably not a 14-year-old blues player. Yeah. I play all the licks. Don't get me wrong. I mean, sure. He's mimicking, though. Somebody like that yeah, is mimicking. Yeah, YouTube and stuff. I mean, what took us years to learn, people, kids can learn this stuff in like yeah. weeks now. And it's, it's, it's great, but it's, again, you're only getting the... Well, I found there was a 14-year-old girl that came to my studio and I worked with her. She didn't sound like anybody else. Her writing structure wasn't like anybody else. She wasn't copying anybody. She's never played out live, and it was good. Old yeah. soul. And she, yeah, yeah it's an old soul, exactly it what it is. Yeah. Some people had that. And she, she sang at um, in the Macy's Day Parade last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are recognizing her uniqueness. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. And that's and then what you used to be able to. Oh, perfect example. Um, you get bands like I mean. I, like the guys in Aerosmith, their first record didn't sell anything. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, if you have the first record that doesn't sell anything, you would never get a second record. Exactly, you'd be working at the record store. You know, you'd be working yeah. at the, you know, somewhat. The, yeah, the times are camp. definitely different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like there is no, there's no time to develop. You know what? What I think is important. Yeah. I think it's it's very. You know, it's very just. There's just not a lot of depth in your cookie market. cutter. Exactly, yeah. that's a good word. Yeah. Any of you guys? It's very superficial. Uh, do you guys keep up with any of the shows? I, I watched The Masked Singer. I watched it. I watched that. My for mom about watches 10 it. Well, I'm just going to watch yeah. the last five minutes now because that's yeah. all I need. Yeah, exactly. I just want to know who it is. You know what? I'm hooked on America's Got Talent because it's variety. Yeah. It's not yeah. just singing, it's like yeah. the old school variety well, that's contest. The other thing. It's oh, like Star get, Search. Huh? Star Search. Yeah, Star? yeah it's like yeah. Star Search. Yeah. But also, show. it's funny because those, those people that do go on some of those shows and win, they get these big recording contracts and stuff. They're not making any money. It's all the people that. Right. Are, the show yeah it's it's amazing it's just like well our very first guest uh casey weston was a runner-up on uh the voice first season and mm-hmm. she 
kind of wishes she never did it because they owned her for like six oh, yeah, years. I know. Yeah. yeah. He was going to do it yeah. until he got the contract. Yeah. Oh, boy. Was, gonna sign was that for The Voice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just say if he signed that contract, all of our music on our album wouldn't belong to us right now. Uh, yeah. Good move. Wow. Good move. Yeah, oh, that paper you signed for me, by the way? Yeah. That record's mine now, boys. <laughs> in your car or in your house. I was talking to uh, a guitar rep out in California. Hey, I think I'm going to go do this uh, voice thing, man. If I get on TV, you're going to give me a new guitar? He said, if you get on TV, I'll send you whatever you want. I said, okay. And he and we were just talking, and he said, uh, so you really going to do that? And I said, well, I don't know, man. I said, I might as well give it a shot, you know, whatever. Uh, he said, well, I guess you got to sell your soul from every now and then. There you, know, you go. I didn't think nothing about it. Yeah. Hey, it just went right past me. I, anyway, about a week later, I got that. Uh, contract in and it is a you know big old thing and I was reading through it and I was like oh my god I am I'm still in this trash I'm not yeah you'd be stupid yeah. I mean if you're already an artist that's had a record and you've been out touring and you've done this your whole life you'd be ridiculous yeah you just right that contract because then you can't be yourself for a long time yeah I mean even uh, if you don't win you're out there touring the tours exactly. for them yeah mm -hmm. I mean you write if you're a karaoke and... singer and that's all you do you don't care? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Do yeah. that. What do you guys think of the current pop rock trends where they're mixing hip-hop elements with country, hip-hop, uh, banjo elements with EDM, all that stuff? I mean, we're all kind of old school the way we think, but you guys didn't do that with your album, which is awesome. There's no loops. There's no right. synthesizer sounds. To, but he wouldn't let me. Yeah, yeah that's what it's roots, man. It's roots. That's, that's and everybody cool. plays great on the album, by the way. Thank you. I, I really want to let you know how awesome I think the record is. I told you that's eight eight solid months. Eight of, months. That's of, what I was yeah. wondering. Yeah. We had uh, the Gibson guitar rep said to us, he goes, he goes, man, your CD's so good. He goes, it's like the Eagles without the Coke. <laughs> I said I got to tell everybody that, 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 that is awesome yeah. yeah but we, we definitely that's by design we decided that we're going to keep it real and we're we could have done all that stuff we could have added all kinds of crazy stuff well it's and, easy to do that stuff yeah. it's hard yeah. to get a good take that moves you and, and you feel it here there's a spot and if you listen to to the song Stoli again listen to the uh, that's, I love the, the play listen, on words on that one too listen to the first verse is the first verse yeah it's throughout it it's, it's not just one spot. He has a Brian Johnson voice, which is so funny. It's really hard for him to do, but when he gets there, it's great. I've been and practicing. I, I just walk around and do it. And now. I told him, I said, you've got to do that voice in this People part of the song think you're right here. Yeah. The mistake of just, we're talking about ACDC, and then when I'm joking around, I, if you've ever seen Jim Brewer do his Oh, I love Brian Jim's Johnson, impression, yeah. He's like, you did the hokey pokey! <laughs> you know, and then he was like, you can do that? He's like, Get in the booth. He's like, <laughs> like what? But, but, but. <laughs> no. And he made me do it. Made me do it all. Was it, it was, just that song? Yeah. It sounded like it was kind of like a if, cross between Nazareth and AC. That yeah. really cool kind of edgy, growly. Mm -hmm. Smoking Stolly! And it was really, and it was really cool. And then you could tell after I made it. I was like, I sold myself out. I'll listen for it now. Yeah. That's well, you brought up ACDC. Um, you know Cliff Williams. He, he actually had lunch with you guys recently. I've known Cliff since I was... 20 years old. That's amazing. Well, um, a great guy, right? He is an amazing guy. He's, He's been so a, such a great friend all these years. And 
and we played on a couple of records together. We did a tour in Europe together. That's amazing. Uh, the I think it was the only tour he ever did outside of ACDC That's in like the last wow. 20 years. <laughs> Gosh. But he's he's a great guy. And Brian's also a great guy. Yeah, Brian, they're all great guys. Yeah. Didn't you do some work with ACDC? Uh, I'm actually still Angus's guitar tech. Oh, you're that's Angus's like, guitar that's tech. Like, that's well, that's worthy of noting, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. No, I don't know. Well, maybe not now. No, I'm no, kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> after, those guys, after those guys are amazing. Guys. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, they're amazing I, guys. I learned so much from those guys too, and it's um, it's, I've learned a lot of life lessons in this business, and it's like I can show these guys a lot of things, and it's cool because it's like I can say this is what we need to do. We don't want to do that, even though we think we want to do that. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, what would ACDC do? Yeah, what, then, what would ACDC do? That's a new bracelet. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of it is like the way that you treat people and respect, and it's just, it's an amazing thing, you know. When you yeah. like Cliff, perfect example. He could have been a total jerk, and everyone could have went, well, he's one of the, you know, one of the biggest rock bands ever. I can understand why, but no, he's no, he's, he's nice salt guy. of the earth. Well, he, um, we had a party at my old house, uh, and Cliff came out to it. And everybody was drinking and everything. This is like 10 years ago. And he, he wasn't drinking. I'm like, I'm like, do you want something? And he's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm clean for six weeks totally. Get ready for a tour. Amazing. Isn't it? And it's like, but you're the biggest rock star right. rock band ever. You could do anything you want. He's like, yeah, I'm doing what I want. That's, that's the reason. That's the coolness, you know. Well, let's, let's talk about the, the, the song you guys did on, uh, without our fabulous accompaniment. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that one that was not quite as good as the first one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Never Get Lost is what that was. Um, you want to start, Heath? I think you started already. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to talk about it anyway. So. It's, uh, it's a song about, but again, it just, one of them that just came to you, you know, <laughs> sitting down, here it comes. But once 15 I 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, or less. Yeah, bless. Uh, That blows my mind. Once I get it going, it, 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 I can tell the story, and it feels pretty comfortable. Yeah, you know. And usually, I never go back and rewrite, except for when he makes me. There you go. I made I made him add a line in there. Did you? It's a line. Gonna find a little town near Vegas because whatever he used to sing before. Every time I heard, I go, "Does he say Vegas?" I'm like, "No, he didn't say it." I know. I know why it was changed. Because, okay, next time you listen to that song. Count how many times he says no, the word baby. That's not it. That's the baby song. I know, but it's the word baby. You're going to have to edit this. He's, he, said, <laughs> he said baby in that line. And you were like, you've already said baby 10 times. So it's, you change it to Vegas? No, because yeah. it's just, it's the story was telling the story. Sure. And I was like, his stories are amazing, but there's always like one little thing. Hey, add this word in there. Add this word in there. Change this word. And he's like, all right. And then he says, it's so funny. We, we do it. And they go, that's all great. And he goes, that's great. He goes, but I've never been to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so you did it for the song. He does it from his heart. He does it from the heart. Yeah, so we just kind of looked at each other and went, nah, it's all right. This week while we've been down here, every night I was thinking, man, I need to say Naples. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Find a little town in there. You go. Change it every town. <laughs> say Vegas, then it goes right past us. So you get writer's credit now, Trace, for that uh, one word? Um, yeah. <laughs> go writer. In the room money. In the room. We call it in the room money. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, but um, that's another one that uh, I think a lot of people, it's just about packing packing up and taking off down the road and starting your life all over, you know? Yeah. So We've all kind of done that, I think, at one, one yeah. point. Or at right. least wanted to. Right? Yes, I was going wanted to Wanted to, yeah. yeah.
that's what they say So how about you and me, baby Just running away Take a trip down in the state See what we see Find ourselves there, baby It's you and me Visit our website at musicstudiolive.com. 
There you'll find all of our social media links. You're tuned in to Music Studio Live. So you guys are on tour supporting this album. And uh, you're, what, where are you going next? What, what states are you going to after this? Iowa. Iowa Texas, right? Minnesota. No, oh, Texas, Texas. 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 I was in Houston, actually, Thursday. And then we go up Midwest. So like scattered. Iowa and Minnesota. And, and Illinois. Oh, wow. And Illinois. Yeah. Nothing better than a February tour of Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Oh, and, oh my goodness, in February. I think I saw somewhere it was like negative 40 there. <laughs> oh, boy. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> well, sorry Florida wasn't uh, super sunny for you. I know. The weather is terrible, well, too. This week, anyway. We've, we've probably been apologized to 50, 60 times in the last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, because this is not normal for this time <laughs> yeah, of year. Like, we apologize. And we like rain. Yeah. There's snow on the ground at home, it's, and it's, it's 27 yeah. degrees. Yeah, it's freezing up there. So yeah, Nice. Good. How long have you guys been on tour right now? Kind of, we kind of come in and out. We're yeah. actually okay. working on new songs, new material that we're going to eventually get to. He's got a bunch, a bunch. Stamps. I got, I don't know. I've got notebooks full of stuff that I've been writing over the years, but I always, I need to go back and look at them, see what I got. Right. Get, but I'll write see something still new and I'm thinking, oh, this is great. So I'll send it to everybody and. Yeah, it's great. And Tracy's over there. Quit sending me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. I have time for that. This is this is how amazing this is. I mean, usually people are like, I mean, I've done some serious big albums where the, where the band's like, we got to have one more. And they're all like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Maybe we should do a cover. You know, it's like, yeah. but with Heath, he sent, he sent out probably maybe 20, 25 songs. Mm -hmm. If maybe not even that, just at first, like a batch of songs. Hey, check it out. And I already grabbed 12. I went, here's the next These record. are the songs. Wow. Because yeah. everything, well, like the record you listen to, the cool thing about it is when you start it, you can walk away from the record and it just plays itself through. Mm -hmm. the, 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 it's designed to That's be, what it did on Spotify. That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. It just goes, and that's by design. It's supposed to literally be like, part of the background it's not supposed to be one of those things that's supposed to disrupt what you're doing or this song you got to walk over and fast forward to the next song there isn't anything on there that's all by design we have a song that didn't make the record it's one of one of my favorite songs it just didn't fit it didn't it's fit like, it yeah. was my favorite song i tried moving it to different positions in the in the running order and it just kept kept pulling my ear i'm like it just can't make the so record. will that song huh. be the the leading uh it's ideas for not, the for the next CD? it's not going to be on the next record oh wow it's because we play it live, but it yeah. just, it's, it's, we've got like, I think he's, we've got like three songs that are like that song. So yeah. eventually yeah. we'll do like an EP of, there you of go. those. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Some bonus tracks. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Just put out a little short EP yeah. with and, some of the special stuff. And it's, it, but it's important, I think, for us that we, you know, kind of focus on what we're doing at the time. Cause I mean, you know, Growing up in an album era, when you would get an album, back when we were kids, albums were good. Yeah. yeah. You didn't do that fast forward. You didn't pick up the needle and put on the next song. Nope. You just sat back and whatever you're doing. Let it play. Yeah. While you're reading the album cover in the liner notes. Right. Yeah. 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 Which you memorize. Now we're on the yeah. iPad on Wikipedia trying to figure out who's playing on the damn album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we so need to go edit that page, by the way. Remind me. Exactly. Change, change people's names. But he, so he, we had... I grabbed 12 songs out of the first 20 immediately and I just I would just put them in a playlist order and it would just go yeah that's it there's nothing that you know and then we start taking them down and figuring out what we're going to do with them. Yeah. Cool. So I don't even know what else he has. I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't because it, it's just so much for me to like I just I overload because yeah. it's yeah. great stuff. I'm waiting to drop that rock opera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holding on to it. For a don't let it, nobody hear that yet. Yeah. But it's great cuz he can play. Can't wait. I, I, 
when he plays me a song on acoustic guitar, I hear the song completely finished. Yeah, and that's that's a sign that it's it's a, it's a good song. Yeah, and we we're we're I've, I've done that with that. you before. <laughs> if the song doesn't work on acoustic guitar, it's not going to work on anything. Right. Period. Yep. That's that's agreed. Yeah, basis. that's how agreed. everything everything starts on acoustic. Yep. I mean, taking it down bare bones. I mean, that's that's where everything comes from. It's got to work. Yep. That yeah. doesn't work. It's not well, guys, thank you so much for uh, yeah. for playing some songs with us and for us and. And uh, we wish you the best of luck on, on your tour and supporting the album. And I can't wait for the next one because well, this one's already on my playlist. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Thank man. Yeah, yeah, man. Safe travels. Thank Thanks. you. Right. Thank you. Thanks for having It's been us. great. Thanks for coming. Produced in part by evokestudio.io and deafmediagroup.com. Meow. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for watching our podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel now, and then hit the little bell icon for future updates. Music Studio Live is a live performance podcast that also talks with singers, songwriters, and music makers about music, songwriting, and life.